The entrance of his word giveth light. The eyes of your understanding are about to be enlightened. Get set for the word which will change your world for good. Christ Palace, expressing his love, displaying his power. And now, Dr. Mark. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you glory. We thank you that you are here with us. Thank you for your power, your glory, your goodness, your kindness, your love, and your mercy. Father, tonight our hearts and our minds are open to receive. We are ready to receive. We are ready to receive with faith, with meekness, with gladness. All that you have prepared for us in these days. Lahan Set upon us, Spirit of God. Set upon us literally. And tonight I reach forth into the very heart of my hearers. And I make eternal deposit in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy and hearing a delight. Thank you for light. Thank you for glory. Thank you for power. As I preach and I teach tonight, your power will manifest to touch someone. In the name of Jesus. And we vow to give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone shouted a living amen. Will you clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you clap for Jesus again? to Makers of Civilization Camp Meeting 2018. Will you clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The theme for, for this conference is Who are these that fly? I know without a shadow of a doubt before you leave, something of heaven will enter your life. Amen. I want you to have that faith. And if you can be part of all the services, and I'm sure why God created you will manifest in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. What we'll do tonight is that we'll get into the way and allow the Spirit of God to bless us. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to be very sensitive in these meetings because anything at all can happen to your life. God never organizes any meeting just for the sake of organizing. Anytime he brings a group of people together, he has a plan and it's already packaged something for you. Are you here? God is not now trying to get something for your life. It is a done deal. But the question is, will you touch it? Are you ready to receive it? And it depends on you. Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 1. Now somebody said, 
5% of people make things happen in every sector and in every arena. Then another 5%, when things happen, they ask, what just happened? Then 90% of the people never know anything happened at all. And this is true in every sector of life. When you get to the realm of academia, only 5% of people write books. And the rest will read their materials after they've done their research. When you get into medicine, when you get into every sector of life, and it's so also in the realm of the spirit and in Christianity. Most people never know who they are, what they have of God, what they are about, how to get things done. Things happen to them and they react. They always wait for stuff to happen to them. Then they react. But in these days and in these meetings, God is going to bring you up to a realm. Where things don't happen to you, you happen to things. Hallelujah. I want you to believe and open up your heart. Because we are living in the best of days, I'm telling you. We are living in the best of days. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Thanks of Solomon chapter 4. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as the flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Now let's go to Isaiah 60 verse 8. Our team verse, then we'll come back to this verse. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 60 verse 8. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Who are these that fly as a cloud? That's the theme for these days. And as the doves to their windows. Who are these? It's a question. Who are these people? They are flying. And he tells us the way they are flying like clouds and as doves. And where are they going to? To their windows. Hallelujah. Who are these that fly as clouds and as the doves to their windows? We will start getting into that verse from tomorrow. But let's go back to... Don't forget, he said, as the doves to their windows. Okay? They are flying as doves, not as vultures. As doves. Now go back to Songs of Solomon chapter 4, verse 1. Behold, behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Now, when the King James said, thou art fair, he's trying to say, you are beautiful. Okay? That's what he's saying. So it's not saying that you are fair, as in. It's not talking about color here. He's talking about beauty. Okay? Now, when you read the book of Songs of Solomon, it's between the bridegroom and the bride. A man and a woman. Male and female. Amen. And some of the verses, the man is talking. And some of the verses, the lady is talking. All right. So once you know how the story goes, you know who is talking. Then you can follow on the conversation. So when you get to chapter 4, now the bridegroom, the male, or the man is talking. And he's talking to the lady, the bride, the woman. He said, my love, behold, thou art beautiful, fair, my, my love. Behold, thou art fair. You have the eyes of the dove. Don't forget, he said, who are these that fly? They fly like clouds. And as doves to their windows. 
All right. Then we come to this book and he say, my love, you are beautiful. Because you have the eyes of the dove. Now, when you study the Bible, the Bible is a love book from Genesis to Revelations. When you read the book of Genesis, when you read the book of Genesis, you have the whole Bible in the book of Genesis. So it's like a hologram. You have the whole in the small unit. Are you with me? When you, we get to the book of Genesis, we find God made man. Then he brought the rib out of man and made a woman for the man. The Bible said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and will join himself to the wife and the two will become one flesh. So right from the beginning, God talked about love, a relationship of marriage. But don't forget that God is a spirit being. And whatever he does in the physical is to communicate a spiritual truth. So that the, the union between Adam and Eve, the marriage union, was talking about a higher union between Christ Jesus and the church. How did Adam get his wife? God made a deep sleep to come upon Adam. Then when Adam was asleep, he came and brought out. Ah, Jesus. Listen to me. What you are looking for is right by you. was alone and looking for a wife. All this wife, the rape of Adam was his wife. Listen to me. The favor, the miracle, the blessing, what will change your life is right by you. Hallelujah. Never forget this principle. God made you perfect. Whatever you need to make it in this life to change your family, to change your life, is not far away. It's right inside you. And all that you have to do is to discover it. The Bible said Adam had a deep sleep. And that is the dimension of meditation. Which if the Spirit of God will allow us, we will talk about it. If you can learn to meditate, you discover answers to every problem of life. That is how man can contact the spiritual realm. But how did Adam get the wife? Let's come back here. He opened up the rib. When Adam was asleep. In the same way, how did Jesus get the church? The Bible said Jesus died. And in the resurrection of Jesus, the church was born. So the church was inside the Christ. And was the same way, Eve came out of Adam. In the same way, the church came out of Jesus. When Jesus was asleep. The barrier. So Paul talking about this mystery in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30, he said, but this is a great mystery, but I talk about Christ and the church. So in that union, Christ is the bridegroom and the church is the bride. Now, in the plan of God, the church of God has a standard. And God looks at the bride, perfect and whole. And that is where God wants to take you because you are the church. Together we are the church. Individually you are the church. In the mind of God, there's a standard set for you. There's no blemish. There's nothing limiting in your life. And that is where we must get to by means of the way. Now Jesus looks at the bride, which is the church. 
And he said, behold, thou art beautiful. Listen to me. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you don't have. Look at yourself in the mirror of the word and tell yourself you are beautiful. Hello? You look at your finances, your health, your spiritual life, and conclude that in the mind of Jesus, he said, I'm beautiful, so I'm beautiful. It doesn't matter what you don't see or what you don't have. You are excellent. That is how he sees you. So all that we want to do is to capture a vision of what he sees. Then we begin to manifest what he's seeing. Can I repeat it? The bridegroom who is Jesus has described your life. There's an image of you in the mind of Jesus. And he's painted it for you. All we have to do is to discover that image. Then we begin to live it out. We are not trying to attain onto something for the groom to say, wow, I never knew you were this. The groom has an ideal for you. We just have to come to the stature of Christ, the standard of Christ, the measure of Christ. And he said, verse 1, thank you, Jesus. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. You have the eyes of the dove within thy locks. The first thing he talks about is the eyes. The eyes of the church. The eyes of the, of the bride. He said your eyes are like that of doves. Hallelujah. Let's, let's read down then we'll come back and pick a one. Thy hair is as the flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Verse 2. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof everyone bear twins, and none is barren among them. Thy lips are like the tread of scarlet, and thy speech is comely. Thy temples are like the piece of pomegranate within thy locks. I can see someone of the guys copying it and say, I will use it someday to come. <laughs> Go, verse 4. Verse 4. Thy neck is like the Tower of David, builded for an armory, whereon they hung a thousand buckles, all shows of mighty men. Verse 5. Thy two breasts are like the two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Verse 6. Verse 6. Until the day break, and the shadows flee away, I will get me to the mountain of May and to the hill of frankincense. Thou art fair, my love. There is no spot in thee. Said, you are so beautiful, there is no mistake in you. When Jesus looks at your life, there is no mistake in you. There is no lacking in you. The mistake and the lack you see in yourself it's apparent. It's not true. It's a mirage. If only you can capture the vision of what he's seeing, you will enter into your glory. Believe it. God has a standard for you. He's already set it. All you have to do is capture the vision of God for your life. Then it will manifest. 
verse 8. Come with me from Lebanon, my spouse. With me from Lebanon. Look from the top of Amana, from the top of Shinai and Hermon. From the lions then, from the mountains of the lepers. Let's go to verse 1 now. And let me explain the verses to you. Turn to someone and say, there's no spot in you. Say, there's no mistake in you. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. He said, thou hast the eyes of the dove. Now in the Bible, when we talk about the dove, we talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. Okay? But the Bible said when Jesus was being baptized, he descended like a dove. In our mind, we think that a physical dove, bed, came on Jesus. No. He was describing the descent. How the Holy Ghost came was like the descent of the dove. But the Holy Ghost is a person with emotions. He can be touched with feelings. He's not a bird. But in the scriptures, he's likened unto a dove. And Jesus is saying that you have the eyes of the dove as the church. What God expects of us is spiritual insight. To see with the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And if we can attend to the place where you see with the eyes of the Spirit of God, Jesus would have accomplished his dream in your life. So he's talking about spiritual insight. When nothing is lacking, you know what you have to do because your eyes are open. You have the understanding of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, when he comes, the Holy Spirit, he shall teach you all things. That is the place God wants to carry the church. To the place where you understand all things. Most of the time, we have been in church and we are confused. We don't know whether to turn. We pick the scriptures and we are not sure where to turn to. But in the mind of the groom, he's saying that the bride has the eyes of the dove. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. When the eyes of your understanding, they are enlightened, you have the eyes of the dove. Are you with me? And in these days, we are getting to the place where your eyes, your spiritual sight will be enlightened. You will see in the realm of the spirit. Ah. I said you will see in the realm of the spirit. Not only are you going to get visions, but when you see a situation, you just understand it. There are moments you, you are faced with a situation at work or at home. And you lack understanding into the matter. But in the mind of Jesus, he wants you to know what to do, when to do, what to do, how to do, what to do. It doesn't matter what, not only in the church, even with your cooking, he can give you spiritual understanding. And when that happens, he says, you have the eyes of the dove. You just know what to do. You just know. You just know what to do. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That's what he's talking about, the eyes of the dove. Where you have understanding to what God has provided for you. 
and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, the eyes of the door. Spiritual insight. You know how to generate things from first principles. That is the plan of God for your life. And you want to desire to attain to that height. So he said, my bride is beautiful. Till we enter that dimension, our beauty is not completed in the realm of the physical. In the realm of the spirit, it is done. But God wants what he has painted in the realm of the spiritual to come in the physical dimension. At times a believer can be there and a person will enter their life. The person will destroy them for five years, ten years, and they will never know. Why? Because they lack spiritual insight. But if you can have spiritual insight, you make one move and you just know. At times you can get a vision. At times no vision. You just know. You make a move and they ask you, how did you do that? He said, I just decided to move. And you just move and you escape damage. You escape an accident. You escape calamity. It is the eyes of the dove. Your eyes are enlightened. I read a story about one man of God. He slept in his house. Around midnight, 12, he called the wife and the children. Pack your things. Let's leave right now. Pack your things. Let's leave right now. The wife said, where? I said, let's leave right now. He left the country and went to another country. Midnight, they drove hours. By morning, do you know what happened? Military men came to their house. And they were not there. Then they called him and he came. Then he said, tell us, which of us told you? What happened? He said, nobody told me. The Holy Ghost told me. The Holy Ghost told me. There are days you get up in the morning, don't go to work. Don't go. So, at times, you don't have to know. Or you don't have to see an angel telling you, my daughter, my son, don't. No, no, no. You just know. It's called the eyes of the dove. You just know. Clap for Jesus. You just know. You just know. You just know who to marry. You just know the job to apply to. You just know. And that is where God wants to bring us. It's not the privilege of two people or three people. No. He said, you are beautiful. You have the eyes of the dove. When you get up in the morning and you are praying, stop saying that, God, I don't know what to do. No, begin to confess. I have the eyes of the dove. I have the eyes of the dove. I see by the Spirit of God. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. It means flooded with light for Tizo. Flooded with light. When you walk in darkness, anything can happen to you. But when your eyes are flooded with light, you see, you see. You, you, you know, you are moving through life. You are not guessing. You are not guessing. You are so sure. And they don't know why you are so sure of what you are doing. But you just know you are sure. You know you are target. You won't miss it. Like coil upon your feet. Like wine for you to drink. Jesus. Dr. Mark has just deposited into your hands the truth to your glorious and best life ever. Meditate on these things, give yourself wholly to them, and your progress and success will be evident to all. Connect with Dr. Mark at www.thechristpalace.org or email Dr. Mark at cpimhouston1 at gmail.com. 
And best of all, come hear the Man of God live as you worship with us at Christ Palace International Ministries, 15152 Bel Air Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77083. 